Don't you love a good bonus episode? This is Janet Milan, one of the hosts of the True Girl Momcast. P.S. We might be changing the name of this podcast soon, so stay tuned. What you're about to hear is the audio from a recent four-part video series Dana Gresh and I did together called Lies Moms Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free. Starting today, we're going to release the teachings from those four videos here on the Momcast, so you'll get a new bonus episode over these four consecutive days. The reason we released the Lies Moms Believe series is because we know the impact of a mom who's walking in freedom is huge for her and her children. Our hope is that you'll find freedom in this series, and then you'll dive into our newly recorded and released on-demand study of Lies Girls Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free with your tween daughter. A mom and daughter both uprooting lies and planting truth. Sounds pretty powerful, doesn't it? When you purchase the Lies Girls Believe on-demand study, use code FREEDOM and get 10% off. Just go to the link in our show notes for more information. Okay, it's time to dive into this episode where you'll learn how to detect when you're believing a lie in your mom life. Let's dive in. Hi, welcome to Lies Moms Believe in the Truth That Sets Them Free. I'm Dana Grash, the creator of True Girl and the author of Lies Girls Believe. I'm joined by my good friend, Janet Milan, who's a lead teacher for True Girl and the author of Arrows Make Terrible Crowns. Hey, Janet. Hey, Dana. Hey, everybody. It's good to be here. Hey, you know, we're going to talk about lies moms believe, but there are some lies moms just never fall for. Right. And they are wise to not fall for them. <laughs> yeah. Every mom must learn some of the things you just do not fall for. Right. Like if your kid says, hey, if we get a dog, I promise I'll walk it every day and feed it every meal. <laughs> lies. It's lies. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, they didn't send the report cards out yet. I don't even know. Yes. I don't know where the report card is. Yeah. Or um, I'm too sick to go to school and they have this huge fever. I promise you that they might be heating that thermometer up with a candle. Not that I ever did it right. to my parents. No, never. Ever. Ever. <laughs> one I used a lot with my parents was he started it or she oh, started yeah. it. That was like a big one. Very so. common. But mm-hmm. they didn't fall for it then. Yeah. They, they knew better. So we're too smart for those lies. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we should dive into some actual lies yes. that moms might believe yeah. that's really important to get freedom from these lies. So you conducted some focus groups mm-hmm. and during that time you discovered some consistent lies that moms were believing and we're going to uncover those. That's right. We are going to uncover those. So it all started because I was concerned about the lies tween girls were believing. And I read that the average girl today scores so high on an anxiety scale that if we're the 1950s, she'd be checked into a clinic for inpatient care. Can you believe that? But it's just so common today that we tell them, keep going, keep going. And when I heard that, first of all, I had great compassion and I was so concerned with the girls that are that were raising that I, I knew I had to do something. And as I thought about it, I realized these girls just don't have an anxiety problem. They're in bondage to lies. Now, you might say, hold on, that sounds harsh. How do you know that? Well, years earlier, I'd studied the lies teenage girls believed and wrote a book about it. And I learned that there are two things that are really telltale signs of the presence of a lie. The first one, sin is always evidence of a lie. Every sin, including the first one with Eve biting that piece of forbidden fruit, starts with believing a lie. Eve believed, hey, God must be withholding something good for me. And in the same way, a girl who's, I don't know, struggling with, say, sneaking behind her parents' back to get on social media, she might be believing the same lie. My parents are withholding something good for me. But... And here's where we get to the anxiety. 
there could be proof of a lie before sin ever takes place. And once you know this, it changes the battle entirely because you can nip that lie in the bud. Here's the second thing you need to know. Chronic and negative emotions that don't make sense or that just never go away are sometimes evidence of a lie. Now, of course, not always. Not all emotions are evidence of a lie. It's entirely possible that your daughter's struggling with a particular emotion because God needs her, with your help, of course, to respond in truth. Maybe she's stressed out because there's too much on her schedule and you need to help her make room for rest. You see, God created our emotions to send us messages and we're supposed to respond to those signals. When we do, the emotion departs because it's done its work. But sometimes emotions stick to a girl. They show up for no apparent reason and or they never leave. And that's when you might have a problem. That's when emotions aren't healthy. They're not working the right way as messengers. So a girl who say is, I don't know, overly dramatic and teary about not having any friends. And it's a frequent emotion. It never goes away. She could end up being a girl who sneaks behind her parents back to be on social media to fix the problem. Before the sin started, there was a warning signal on that girl's emotional dashboard. So here's what every mother needs to know about her daughter's emotions. Chronic, recurrent, sticky feelings could be evidence that lies are growing in the roots of your daughter's belief system. Now, I coined that term sticky feelings to give you and your daughter something tangible to call unhealthy emotions. And guess what? We have sticky feelings too. A few years ago, I hit the road to conduct focus groups with moms. I was preparing to write Lies Girls Believe in the Truth That Sets Them Free. And I wanted the moms to tell me about the lies their daughters were believing. But something interesting happened when I was talking to those moms. In the midst of that 11 city tour, I kept hearing the same things over and over and over from them. And the more I heard them, the more I began to notice something. These moms were believing lies about being a mom. And there were three really consistent ones that popped up over and over. I thought, you know what? These moms can't teach their daughters to walk in freedom if they're believing lies about being a mom. So in this coaching series, I'm going to tell you the three common lies moms believe so you can take inventory of your own heart. Because here's the thing about lies. We often have blind spots to our own lies. You see, when I saw these lies present in the moms in those focus groups, it took me a while. But after I heard them over and over again, I realized I have believed them too. I just didn't recognize it. You know, those emotions I told you about? Well, they were alive and well in those focus groups with moms. They went through lots of tissues. It was very cathartic in some ways, but those tears also really tended to show up when moms were asking hard questions like, will she make the same mistakes I made when she gets to be a teenager? And how can I be sure she won't walk away from her faith and become a prodigal? From city to city, the tears and fears came out over the same subjects. And I remember asking hard questions just like the ones those moms had asked. My area of insecurity was sexuality because I had sex for the first time when I was 15 years old. I look back and I realize, man, I was just a baby. 
I suffered from a lot of shame from that choice and it kept me lonely. And though I got out of that relationship and I stood before God and I learned to live in sexual integrity, I never really dealt with it. And here's how it came out in my parenting, tears. Because I was terrified my kids would walk in my shoes and know the same kind of shame. And I felt stuck, paralyzed. Do you hear some of the words I'm using? Shame, loneliness, tears, paralysis. Those are sticky feelings, mom. I was in bondage to them when I was raising my kids in those early years. But then I discovered a way to identify the lie I was believing and how to replace it with God's truth. And the lie I identified was this, I'm not worthy to talk to my kids about sexual integrity. Mm. Maybe yours is, I'm not worthy to talk to my kids about healthy eating or porn or drugs or fill in the blank. Friend, if you're paralyzed, traumatized, fearful or tearful, ashamed, or even if you're overly proud or controlling, and those emotions stick to you, they may be evidence that you're believing lies as a mom. But there's great hope because God's word says in John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you're really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you hold to my teaching, that is, if you grab on to the words of truth in the Bible, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So I believed that Bible verse and I did just what it said. I started to fall in love with my Bible and glean from it day after day. I read the Bible for one hour every day at lunchtime when I was really in that time of severe bondage. And I discovered my freedom verse in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. It says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. You know what that means? It means that if I've known sexual shame but have been healed by Jesus, his comfort is what equips me to teach my children to walk in sexual integrity. What comfort have you received from Jesus? You know, the very thing that Satan once used to beat me up and disqualify me, the very thing that Satan once used to beat you up and disqualify you is when nurtured and tended to by the truth of God's word, the very thing that equips you to parent out of strength. And that's how I overcame one of my lies anyway. And I want to help you overcome yours, whatever they may be. And maybe your lie is as unique as the one I just told you I believed, or maybe it's one of the three most common lies I observed in moms at my focus groups. Whatever it is, I know this, you can know the truth and you can be set free. So here's a great way to prep for the next three teachings. I want you to ask God to show you your blind spots. Dana mentioned that in her teaching just now. And Dana, at our church, blind spots has been a pretty hot topic for us yeah. for about a year, year and a half. Right. Um, meaning that we've been asking God, several of us have been asking God, Lord, show me the areas of my life that I don't currently see or notice that need healing mm -hmm. or changed or something. So for some of you, it might be a scary thought to think like asking God to show you your blind spots might be like a scary thing because you're not used to God's tender care and his tender correction. But I want you to know he can be trusted. And when he does show you your blind spots and you lean into that and you realize that when he shows you something it's because there's more freedom at hand for you, then you'll 
kind of start liking it, <laughs> don't you think? Oh yeah, it feels so good. It, it, it gets worse before it gets better. Right. But then when you're brave enough to ask for the blind spots, right. he shows them to you, you feel the pain, right. and then you get into the word, the freedom is worth everything you've been through. Absolutely. When God shows you your blind spots and you lean into that and ask for freedom and pursue freedom, it can literally change your life and quite possibly the, the lives of your kids because yeah. whatever changes you changes your kids too. That's right. Right? So what I want you to do right now is I want you to actually pause this video. I just want you to pause it and take a minute to ask God, God, show me my blind spots. And if you're a little scared of that, tell him that. Say, I don't really know. I'm just choosing to trust you. But will you show me my blind spots? So pause the video just for a minute and then come back to me. Okay, great. So that was a great way to start. Dana, we've got three more videos coming. Yeah, good videos. And I'm going to reveal those three lies that moms believe and they were pretty prevalent. So come back each video, we'll unpack one of them. Sounds great. I hope you were encouraged by this first bonus episode of Lies Moms Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free. We'll catch you on the flip side with episode two. Don't forget to check out the Lies Girls Believe on-demand study link in the show notes.